I'm Brad Whitchurch. Welcome to another episode of Clean Talk, uh, the show where we talk to thought leaders about all things infection prevention. And we've got an outstanding guest today, Louis Encinosa with Nicholas Children's Hospital. Louis, thanks for being with us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I really appreciate you being here. And I know it's a little odd to be on the podcast uh, wearing a mask, uh, but we are here at Hims 21 in Las Vegas, Nevada, the first live uh, trade show exhibit for healthcare since COVID. And so they put some uh, procedures in place. Yeah. yeah, so we're all vaccinated. We're all wearing masks. We've got uh, seal shield disinfection stations throughout the halls. How do you feel about being at a live event here uh, in, during the COVID pandemic? I gotta tell you, it has been absolutely fantastic. I've been looking forward to this. I'm like, I get to see people. I get to meet people, talk to people. Teams only go so far, right? So once you start talking to people and you see them eye to eye, you're talking to them face to face. You know, I'm Hispanic, I'm, I'm Cuban. So we talk a lot with our, our hands. And when you're doing stuff in, in uh, you know, teams and you don't have your camera on for whatever reason, you're doing this and you're looking like a fool. <laughs> this is what I imagine like voice actors you're working on. And uh, it's just good. It just it adds a uh, personality, a human element to it. And it's, it's definitely refreshing in the experience, especially well needed after a year and a half. Well, good. Well, I love the comments about talking with your hands because that is one of the challenges. Wearing a mask, you can't see the mouth, you can't see the smile. We have to smile with our eyes and talk with our hands, but we're getting by, right? It's, a, it's, it's, good, it's good to be here. Eyes are the windows to the soul, man. There you go. There you go. So uh, we're excited to be in Vegas at this live event. I really think Hims is doing a good job uh, with these protocols, and I believe this will be uh, kind of the, the future of trade shows, at least in the near future. And I hope uh, other organizations follow suit and we can have more live events for the same reasons that you were talking about. The reason I want to have you on the show today, Lewis, I want to talk to you a little bit about as a healthcare professional and working in the hospital systems, you know, what are some of the things you've been seeing as a result of COVID um, that you can share with our uh, viewers? Sure. So coming from Florida, as you've seen in the news, we're kind of like the epicenter of, of this recent trend with uh, the Delta variant. And so, um, you know, working at a children's hospital now, I, I came from a, another public institution. Um, they were taking their precautionary measures and their steps remotely and sending people home. And everybody who's watching this knows all the work that had to go into just getting people home, especially if you weren't ready for that sort of transition and that worked home that just got thrown into hospital systems. Quite frankly, hospital systems, they're not prepared for that. They're used to, you come in, you're working on finance, you're working on finance on the computer. And by the way, it requires a special installation of a, of a you know, an add-on for Excel or this, and, and it's special requirements. And, you know, when you throw people home, it throws it all into it, especially when you talk about support and operations, it just, it comes to a new level. Working at Nicholas Children's Hospital, we, you know, had taken precautionary measures and extra precautionary measures, um, especially to protect the children, right? As, you, as you've been seeing in the news, you know, children are, are adversely affected even more so now with the uh, Delta variant COVID. And, you know, we have to be prepared. We have to take precautions. Uh, just recently, we announced that, uh, you know, every employee needs to get COVID vaccination. And that's huge, right? It's, it's so so Nicholas Children's uh, Hospital is requiring uh, vaccination for all its staff. Is Not that... just staff, but any vendors coming in as well. Interesting. And, you know, we're taking those precautionary steps to protect the children. You know, our, our motto or our, our, uh, our motto is, you know, to be where the children are, right? And if we can't, if we can't protect ourselves, if we can't take what's the, the right step and the necessary step to do that, we can't be in the, you know, where the children are and we can't, you know, complete our mission and our whole purpose, to be honest with you. And so it's, it's, it's heartening to see that. There are actually other precautionary measures. You come in, 
you know, you have to answer a survey before you do. You have to go ahead and, you know, make sure you mask up. Um, they're even taking the extra step that if you come in, like cough mask, people are coming in cloth mask, if you know their various masks, they'll tell you, nope, you got to take it off. You've got to put on a paper mask. And, um, so so let me make sure I got this right. So the your uh, requirement is paper mask only, no multi-layer uh, uh, mask, just the paper. These, this is the surgical, best practice. Surgical masks, um, if you okay. come up with an N95 or a KN94 or a KN90, I think it's KF94, KN95, um, that's okay, but it has to be something along those lines. No gaiters, no cloth masks. No gaiters, no cloth masks. As a matter of fact, if you put a cloth mask over it, they'll tell you dust, take it off. So that way they know you're wearing a surgical mask underneath. Again, it's to protect your patients, right? And we're in the place that nobody wants to be, especially recently, especially with all the children and, you know, me as a parent, you know, I work there, but man, I hope to never be a customer there for, for the reasons that we protect the children. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know, we talk about that, that a, a lot of the people here at the Hymn show have migrated to a virtual workspace. You don't have that luxury at the hospital, right? Uh, you have people that uh, have to come in every day and, and work directly with the patients. Um, now, do you have some staff that has migrated to a virtual or a hybrid method? For sure. So. Um, if anybody can go virtual, we're making them go virtual. Uh, so we have people who work in finance, people that work in uh, my team predominantly, right? So I handle uh, specifically the infrastructure and the architecture behind systems. And we've sent all of my staff home, except for if you have to mess with a switch, if you got to mess with a server, rack and, you know, rack and stack kind of thing. Yeah, you're coming in. But if you do your work from home, you're doing your work from home. There's no reason to put that risk for employees. There's no reason to, to put that out there to contribute to the numbers that we're having, right? Again, one in five cases. It's not like we're, we're you know, shy of cases. and We're trying to prevent that into exasper you know, preventing the exasperation of that. So. so the people that can work from home do work from home. You put in extra uh, procedures to protect the workers and the patients. Other than the masks and the questionnaires um, and the, and the uh, vaccination mandate, is there anything else that uh, has changed uh, in, in your workplace as a result of COVID? Sure. So um, as with every hospital that I've, that I've been in, because now it's been a few hospitals within this period, um, you know, infection prevention has definitely gone up, right? And, and that thought process, right? So now everybody's being extra billed. Did you go ahead and did you sanitize your needs? Did you use the wipes on, on the devices? Did you make sure that, you know, you, you've documented that and you've done that procedure? Um, that whole workflow where maybe there wasn't that strict adherence to that in the past with the nursing staff or with the doctors. Now you have people who are being, you know, leaders in that and saying, hey, hey, don't forget to do that. Hey, you know, you got to do that. And, and, you know, make sure to use the sanitizer. Hey, when you come out and come in, um, there's that extra thought process with that. And everybody's actually contributing more Outstanding. Now you work in the hospital, but you're on the IT side. Have you taken on a hybrid role? What what that was your role changed? For sure. So predominantly before you know COVID, um, I was hands on. I was there. I was running. I was fixing stuff. I was you know I was running around with everybody. Once COVID hit, uh, you know I unfortunately didn't have the luxury of being full time remote, and so I, I started to do a hybrid. Um, you know through this whole process, uh, even in the new role. Uh, I have the luxury where I could be more work remote, um, but I, I, I can't take it. Switch goes down. I'm there in the closet with my guys and trying to make sure that we're making sure it's coming up, it's coming fast. Um, so in, to answer your question, yes, uh, I have taken a more hybrid role compared to where I was 
two years ago where I was in person all the time in the office Monday through Friday. Well, I know you have a family at home. How has that been affected by you now working part-time at home? Um, negative ramifications, positive ramifications? What have been the changes in the home life? So I'll tell you this, when, when COVID first hit, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what was happening. Uh, at that time, I was working at a public safety net hospital. We were getting the influx of cases. We were having closed units, units that weren't even completed. We had to rush to complete them to make sure that we had enough to put patients in. It was, it was crazy. I think if my wife wanted me to, you know, bathe in bleach, she would have had me do it. Um, I don't look good blonde, so we didn't <laughs> do it, thankfully. But, you know, it, it, it was all about take that precaution, right? You go home, you know, you, you take off your clothes, you throw them in the washer, you take a shower. Okay, now you're ready. You know, I have a small son, so you, you have to be prepared to, uh, you know, I can't just be like, okay, no, son, you, you got to stay six feet away. You can't do that with a child. And so, um, you know, it's you come in, bolt straight to the bathroom, strip, shower, and then now you're good, right? And so that's kind of the precautionary measures that we've taken at home. In addition, to be honest with you, this is the first real trip I've had since yeah. the start of COVID. And so, you know, coming here after I get back, uh, I'm in quarantine for a little bit, you know? It's like, okay, measure, yeah. take some rapid tests, take a real test, wait some days for the results. And then, you know, my family's going to come with me. Thankfully, I have that luxury. Um, but yeah, it's definitely taken on a toll as far as the steps I've had to do to make sure. My wife's a teacher and she's also had to take additional steps. She makes sure she has an N95 mask when she goes in, in the school. And, you know, she went from all time to one way on in person to all the time in, uh, you know, in uh, virtual and teams or not teams. She was using um, Zoom in Zooms and and then now she's this hybrid where some kids are there and some kids aren't. And it's really thrown the whole world off. Sure. And, and, you know, think about this for a minute. Two years ago, there was Zoom. Nobody talked about it, right? It was, oh, let's do a WebEx. What's a WebEx? How do I run a WebEx? Now you have people who are like, oh, yeah, there's Zoom. Kids know how to do it. They pick up an iPad. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, his child is a little bit older than mine. He was saying, yeah, he was, kid was on the iPad. You know, talking to her friends, he's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, I started a room, and we were just talking." It's like, "Wow!" And it's funny. The people who right. bigger would have the longest time to adapt. Adapt. They have, and quickly. And it's crazy how that's become now an acronym. Like to Google something now, I'm zooming. You know, instead right. of doing that with Teams or WebEx or whatever you use. That's right. Well, they're, they're starting early. We should have the kids at the HIMSS show. Uh, that, that's right. So we're here uh, checking out the technology to make us more efficient, happier, and healthier. And, Lewis, I really appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thank you very much. Until next time, I'm Brad Whitchurch. This has been Clean Talk. I'm reminding you, keep it clean. Thank you.